Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Podcast. I'm producer Ross, and joining me this week we have uh, the regulars Adam and Colin, and uh, back this week Greg and Tom. Welcome, guys. Evening. Hello. Hi. Hi there. Uh, Greg, Tom, you missed last week. You were playing cricket, were you? Yeah. How's it going? Sunday evening. In February. In February, yeah. <laughs> In standard. Indoor cricket. Yes. How'd you get on? Comfortable victory. Yeah. Again, nine in a row, something rubbish like that. Oh, wow. Too easy. It's boring. It's boring. That's the opposite of rubbish, Tom. <laughs> no, because they put us in the bottom league uh, because it's a new, new team for the indoor league, so we have to play all the villagers. You're going to get bumped up like four leagues next year. Yeah, didn't you get to have a um, have a, like a grading game? <laughs> no, they should do, though. Soccer City. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Colin? You had a good week? Yeah, good. Good. Martin Just uh, football. Yeah. Um, house hunting at the moment. Ah. So that's, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds thrilling. My mum's selling her house, Colin. If you want, <laughs> do your deal. I am looking for somewhere really in the Chelmsford region. Well, <laughs> can't. I can't help you there. Ah, uh, never mind. <laughs> uh, Adam, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. You've started your new job yet? No, I haven't, but I've stopped doing my old job. <laughs> I, I, I still turn up. Yeah, I saw your tweet about not being that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I very quickly became that guy. <laughs> All right, then, let's, uh, let's talk some football, shall we? Uh, I want to start with um, Tim Sherwood's mental breakdown. Um, <laughs> Chelsea 4, Tim Sherwood nil. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see this, I had to go to work, but um, it sounds horrific what happened. It's strange because he really likes a four-four-two, so I thought he'd be happy with the number four being involved. <laughs> From uh, the uh, Tottenham fan that I was following on uh, Twitter, he said four mistakes, four goals. Simple as that. Is that sum it up pretty well? No, yeah, because... <laughs> no, because one of them wasn't even a mistake. It was a really bad decision. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a mistake by the referee. <laughs> a horrendous one. I felt so <laughs> so sorry for Tim. Is this, is this the red card? Yeah, it wasn't even a foul. Yeah, wasn't even a foul. No. <laughs> what What did Sherwood do after the game? Just stared blankly into the screen and then started talking about how they've got to want it and oh. cliches like that and man on the edge. Yeah. Mm, Worry. Also, said something that baffled me a little bit. He said that they half his players would forget about it by the time they got on the motorway. But this was a London derby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine nowadays they fly. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was uh, Cabal that was sent off. Then um, Eto got a goal. Hazard got the penalty, which wasn't a penalty or shouldn't have been a penalty. And Denver Bar scored two in two minutes after coming on off the bench. I think that the highlight of the game for me was um, Samuel Eto's celebration. That is the main image on the BBC website. <laughs> Are they taking the piss out of his age or something? 
I think he's taken the piss out of Mourinho, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, 4-0 win comfortable for Chelsea then. Put some top of the table by uh, seven points, is it, I think, from Liverpool and Arsenal? Yeah, some of the some of the defending was just absolutely shambolic. I felt, I, like you said, I feel sorry for, for Tim Sherwood. I felt sorry for Hugo Lloris for some of it. The header back from... Carl Walker was just Carl a Walker. Uh, but I think I think that um Young player of the year, Carl Walker. <laughs> Larice could have been a little bit braver, but still to, you haven't seen a hospital pass more than this. <laughs> what can I ask what formation this is playing? Because going through the team sheet on the BBC website, there's five defenders for was he playing five three two? No, I, I think I the main Oh, sorry, I say the main he put he had Carl Walker playing in a more advanced role on the wing, right? Which is probably best for him because he's he's not the greatest defender. <laughs> so I can perhaps see a little bit of logic behind that. Yeah, he was also playing Lennon off Adebayor and Sigurdsson out wide. Wow. Yeah, which was but, bizarre. But the, my favourite thing about it was when they were doing the pre-match on Sky and they had the tactics board, and you know they've got their. Touch screen thing so they can yeah. touch on the player and drag him around. And they've got so he's yeah he's played these two fullbacks to try and double up on Hazard, and then he went. But they could just Hazard could just go here. <laughs> I just looked at it. It's so naive from Tim Show. Fuck! What do I do now? <laughs> he's on my team sheet as a left midfielder. Surely if I play yeah. two right backs, I'll be fine. No, this isn't allowed. It's like like a <laughs> netball or something. <laughs> yeah, you're staying in your zones. <laughs> yeah, look at the match stats. Uh, pretty dominated by Chelsea as well. More possession, more shots. Uh, not not great for Tottenham. Fifth place currently. Man United are breathing right down the necks as well. It's strange because first half they more than competed with Chelsea. Really? And other than and more other than Michael Dawson trying his best to be constantly out of position. <laughs> you know, they had more possession. They looked at, you know like they could. Do something, and then just and I'm not sure what Tim said to him at half time. <laughs> but it was just absolute kamikaze football. The, the first half. half was dire, though. I must be said. Really, as a spectacle, it was so boring. <laughs> All right, then. Should we move on to uh, the Hawthorns? The Man United fans are getting a little bit too excited, I think, for a three-nil win. Uh, um, relegation threatened West Brom. That's not why they're getting excited. They're getting excited because I saw a fun stat on Twitter when, during the game, which was that uh, um, in this game, Juan Mata won his first aerial duel for Manchester United. <laughs> fun fact. I think, I think they're getting excited for a different reason. Are they not getting excited because Tom Cleverley signed a new five-year contract? <laughs> worth £15 million. Pounds. Have you seen that vine that's going around with uh, Michael Scott just screaming no? <laughs> <laughs> You're a bunch of bullies, you are. <laughs> oh, we, I haven't signed any petitions. So <laughs> Yeah, England's Tom Cleverly. But Manchester United played well though. Yeah. Can't take it away from them. There's a there's a few people saying oh, that Robin Van Persie should have been sent off. I don't think he should have been. I think it was fine. He, he was taken off by Moyes because mm. he was probably heading towards a red card, but yeah, I thought he was uh, he showed a bit of fight, so that was good. Well, Moyes said he thinks that the Van Persie uh, tackle is a foul, but not a second booking. If it is a booking, then we're all going soft. Well, he he got the ball. He didn't. It was a hard challenge, but he, he did actually get the ball. 
Colin, you go and look in the rules and find me if I get in the ball makes it okay. <laughs> if you're going to give people cards for that, then you're going to give everybody cards, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's new school football, Colin. It's not what you brought up with, is it? <laughs> well, <no. laughs> Times they the, are changing. The, the thing is, though, just to sort of... I am giving Manchester United the credit, but in terms of West Brom, do, do you know what Pepe Mel, manager of West Brom, uh, his <laughs> clarification, thank you. Yeah, his win percentage ratio is at West Brom zero. 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 Correct. <laughs> zero. Wow, that's good. Mm. Bet Steve Clark is loving this, isn't he? <laughs> they are. They're in the bottom three now, then, are they? No. Oh, their goal difference. Yeah, Cardiff's horrendous goal difference is the only thing keeping them there. Well, uh, yeah, 3 0 win for Man United. They, they're in sixth. They're um, five points behind Tottenham, the game in hand. But, but they've got, they're about to play Liverpool and then Man City. Ouch. Hmm. So. Tricky times. Yeah. Hmm. All right, then. What else happened in the Premier League yesterday? There was a. Nothing. There was no other games. It was fairly dull, wasn't it? Cardiff beat Fulham 3-1, but someone had to win that, I suppose. A game of two horrible teams. Two goals from Stephen Kulka. Uh, one for Holtby and uh, Sasha Rita own goal. That, that, that was a massive game, Ross. That mm. was a massive game. That That's finished Fulham off. You think? Sorry, can we, just spend, can we spend more time talking about um, the Fulham manager's glasses? <laughs> Tom loves these, isn't he, Tom? With the cardboard cut-out glasses. <laughs> what are they about? <laughs> Mentioned these before. Yeah. They, uh, they're not real, are they? They, they're joke <laughs> glasses. He's bought them in like a joke shop. Let's be, let's be serious. He, I they're can't not... place it, but he looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> he looks like um, Mr. Magoo. <laughs> he looks like a mole. Oh, Penfold. That's it. <laughs> That's weird. Someone actually, someone said that to me earlier as well. <laughs> It must be a common thing. Uh, yeah, he does. I'm looking at a picture of him now. That is actually quite terrifying. And glasses we'll are odd, though. We'll have to tweet that later. Yeah. But yeah, I think, do you think that is them done now, then? Fulham? No. No? Not for me. Still I think they're points. already done. Wow. I, I still think they've got enough in <laughs> to win. Minus win 36 goal difference, though. That's not going to help, is it? Yeah, but if they win, they just win matter games. Yeah, just win all your games, you're fine. Also, teams around them now have games in hand as well. Yeah, Sunderland have three games in hand on them. Well, I, th- I expect Sunderland to stay up. Mm. Sunderland have got to win at least one of those games in hand and get out of that relegation zone, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, I, I still think it's too early to write Fulham off, though. I, I don't they've know. Got, I... They've got nine nine games left, is it? Yeah, nine yeah. for Fulham. And they're, they're, four, they're four points behind 17th place. Yeah. Two wins and they'll probably be up to about twelve, won't they? <laughs> if they won their next two games, they would be no. They depending how emphatically they won them. <laughs> <laughs> two ten nil wins, and it would have to be quite emphatically they could maybe get to sixteenth. <laughs> but anyone down the bottom, they could all beat each other. Yeah. So if Fulham, they've got a few decent players. It's not like they're a squad of total retards. <laughs> They have got a few players with decent Premier League experience and that you never know that Matroglu could come good. Mm. He might score a few goals for him. I, I think, still think it's too early to write him off. Like Matroglu's not considered fit enough to play. Strange signing. But he played 
midweek for Greece. Yeah. And was scoring Hatfield, hatfuls of goals for Olympiacos. Mm. It's bizarre. Not Premier League speed. Mitroglou was terrible, though. <laughs> but but th- this is my thing, is that you've got Darren Bent there as an option to choose. You're, you're, in, you're in the trenches, you're fighting for your life. Who do you play? Not Darren Bent. Yeah. He's the last person I'd want. You have to be creating chances, don't no, you? No, hold, hold on. Do, do you really choose Mitroglou and Corley Woodrow? You give him his debut in a relegation fight. This is the guy who they got from Luton Town. He's, he's been on they low. Re- and they, re- uh, they recalled him from a loan spell at South End because he wasn't getting enough football. Jesus. Yeah, so they've stricken straight, straight in the starting lineup <laughs> in League 3, literally leagues above. Yeah, yeah. this is Corley Woodrow, who's scored two goals in 18 for South End United. And he's gone straight into the first team. It's a I, different I sport. <laughs> from those two levels, yeah, he almost is. It's like you telling me his stats for curling. It's not relevant. <laughs> hey, go, if you hey. do look at if you do look at Fulham's fixtures, they've got a home games against Norwich, Hull, and Palace. They've got to play Stoke and Villa as well. Oof. They they could. I'm not saying they will, and they probably won't. But they they could take 15 points in those five. Mm. You have to you have to think that. Well, I know they've got they've got 30 points. Um, they've got a game in hand amongst some of the, the teams around them, but last week we probably would have sat here and told you that whole city was safe. Yeah, they're five points are, off the drop now. Are they now? No. Could they get, could you see? Not necessarily because anything drastic's changed in them, but you, they've got a distraction now, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Wigan last season ultimately was their downfall, wasn't it? All right, let's move on to another team down the bottom there, Crystal Palace. They suffered a, a 1-0 loss at the hands of Southampton. Jay Rodriguez with a goal. Uh, his 11th goal of the season. Not bad. Palace, though, have only scored 19 Premier League goals this season. How many how, how many goals was would Rodriguez score, Ross? This was last season. Ah, oh, right, OK. <laughs> I said five last year. I think he got six. <laughs> so, yeah. So you were, just to prove so you were wrong then as well? Yeah, I did say last week, though. My opinion of him has completely changed, yeah. If it's a choice between him and Welbeck for England, I'm going Rodriguez the whole way. But, um, yeah, one no win for Saints. Their season's kind of filtered out a little bit, isn't it? It's not petered out. They haven't really got anything to play for now, have they? No. It's them or Newcastle fighting for 8th and ninth. Yeah. They've got 42 points. They're not going to catch any of the teams in in sort of a European place. Yeah. And they're not going to get caught by West Ham either. No. <laughs> They're done. Just give them another five do, points and just let them have the rest of the season off. Do they want to finish above Newcastle or not? Yeah. How badly do they want that? That's all that really matters. Isn't it an extra like half a million pounds? Yeah. Not really worth it, is it? <laughs> just have the city rest of the season off, boys. Um, Norwich and Stoke played out a one-all draw. Did no favours for anyone, really. That had draw written all over it, didn't it? Yeah. Bradley Johnson and Jonathan Walters were the goals. And then John Walters got himself sent off, did he? Yeah, pretty reckless. Standard weekend for him. Yeah, My favourite was, was uh, Mark Hughes referring to him as Johnny Walters. I've never heard that before. <laughs> That's a new one. He doesn't strike me as a Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was two points dropped for Norwich. For Norwich? Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they, That's a bit of a gift to them. <laughs> they could have done with the three points there. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they really could. I mean, they... They're the better of the game, from what I saw. So, yeah. Mm. 
Then he's getting some points from somewhere. And this... Well, Norwich have only got four games left this season, haven't they? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> they need Van Wolfsinger to score more than one goal this season, though. 19 hours and 19 minutes since his first, or well, his last goal, his first and last goal. Soldado must be loving that. <laughs> 20, 20 games in all competitions since he last scored a goal. Norwich had been in some good form. I mean, it had been a long time since they conceded, I think. But yeah, at home they hadn't conceded in four games, had they? Is that yeah, that is yeah, no, absolutely right. Until that uh, penalty, yeah, spot on, Tom. Um, it is. It is interesting that what happened now because last time, last season, I'm not sure if it was this time around, but they were looking in into being a precarious position, and Chris Hutton put their success down to the fact that they had an international break, and none of his players pissed off to go and play because. <laughs> No one, no one wanted any of them, so he got got to spend some good hard time training with them on, on the drilled them on the training ground, and he got he made them hard to beat then as well, and they went on quite a good defensive run. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if they can keep that up if they sort of develop that same mentality over the next couple of games. Hmm. Robert Snodgrass is absolutely key to Norwich's fortunes. He has to remain fit. Listen to he this. Was the... Listen to this, Colin. Bradley Johnson headed in Robert Snodgrass's free kick. Exactly. Um, <laughs> dagger to your heart. Where's Houlihan as well? He's, He's started yes. getting, started playing more recently and he looks quite bright. Did you see yeah. he didn't celebrate against Villa the other week as you mentioned on another podcast? He didn't celebrate yes. when he scored because he almost had a move to them in January. Fuck off, Houlihan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having that at all. Well, he'll, he'll almost certainly be gone. Yeah, didn't he slag off all the fans as yeah, well? When that yeah, move broke down, that's like the last resort of engineering a move out of a club, isn't it? Yeah, it's much. Trans- how does it go? Not transfer request. Go on strike. Yeah, slag off the manager. <laughs> slag off the chairman. Yeah, shit. Better go for the fans now. Yeah, oh, you've, you've missed. You've missed out. Don't turn up to training as well. <laughs> no, that's go on strike. Ah, <laughs> uh, suppose. And then if you go full on and wingy, you turn up at someone else and just beg for a move. That's true, yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think that's a specialist move. Yeah, that is a final straw move, that is. Um, is that all the Premier League games in this weekend? I think it is. Um, yes. Yeah, there wasn't very many. No, and the ones that were, weren't particularly memorable. So, many <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the FA Cup instead. Do you want to start with the Everton game, Adam? No, not really. <laughs> Was it a was it a four one performance? No, it wasn't at all. Um, it was a good good. I thought it was a good game. Mm. Um, went went one 0 down early, but, but we still had a, a good part of the game and got a deserved equaliser, I'd say. And then it was a case of the next goal was really going to be. I know it's cliche, but it was really going to be really important. Yeah. And we probably should have got it, but we had quite a good a good couple of chances in. Uh, the end of the first half, the beginning of the second half, Ross Barkley had a got teed up from about twelve yards out and put the ball just over the bar, mm. which, which would have had a a big effect. And then uh, Gareth Barry makes a a silly error, gives away a, a, a clear penalty for me. Uh, Martinez said he thought it was a bit soft, but could see what was given. Yeah. I didn't think it was soft at all. <laughs> um, and then that was it. We're t- two one down and. Martinez was always going to go for it. He got started going for it before this point anyway. I knew when you looked at the players we had on the bench, it was obvious which 
when he was when it came to making substitutions. Yeah. If the game was ever ever in a position where we weren't winning it and we could, he was always going to bring on Delafeo, who's going to bring on um, McGeady. Yeah. Which was exactly what he did, and we, we just got caught out twice on the break, trying to get ourselves back in the game. Yeah. Well, strange to start um, Howard on the bench though. Obviously, he, yeah. This is my big gripe because Joel looked dodgy. Yeah. A lot like to kept punching the ball. And my gripe is that less so now against Arsenal because obviously you're getting in the business end of the competition playing against good teams. But before we were playing against some not so special teams. Yeah. And he was putting, Martos was putting out full strength lineups except for Tim Howard. Yeah. And you think of all the players that you need to rest. <laughs> Your goalkeeper is not one of them. <laughs> and why risk playing a full strength lineup to then lose the game because of a silly goalkeeping mistake mm. and have all these players then essentially play a needless 90 minutes? Yeah. Very but odd. At the end of the day, that wasn't what we didn't lose the game because Howard wasn't playing. No. No, fair enough. We'll last move on then to the uh, semi finals of the FA Cup. No. Have they not won it? <laughs> if you believe Arsenal fans on the social media, they've pretty much got it in the bag, which we know how that worked out last time against Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other Premier League, uh, FA Cup results then. Sheffield United beat Charlton 2 0. Uh, Colin, anything to say about this? Great result for Sheffield United. Yeah. Um, terrible game. Um, not one for the purist, but it, it doesn't a, matter. Had a League One team in it. Of course it was a terrible game. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sheffield United have got through. Um, if Sheffield United can manage to get past Hull in the semi-final and they get to the Wembley final against Arsenal, they will be playing in European football. <laughs> and, and that's tremendous. And I just want to big up and give massive kudos to Nigel Clough, who got, I think, quite rudely ousted out of Derby County and he took over at Sheffield United who were 22nd yeah yeah yeah, they were in the bottom of the of League One they're now 11th I think they've won their last six matches uh, in the league and now they're in the semi-finals of the the FA Cup I mean this guy's got to be on for manager of the year what what he's done at Sheffield United who are in a real mess Um, so yeah I just want to Take my hat off to Nigel Clough for what he's done there. I want to take my hat off to John Brayford's beard. It's outstanding. Excellent beard work, John. <coughs> um, the other FA, FA Cup results then. Hull beat Sunderland 3-0. Sunderland was denied another trip to Wembley. Uh, did you see Dave Mailer's um, celebration? Head by the corner flag. Classy. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Catamole had a complete meltdown. Did he? Yeah, the, the third goal. He's 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 looking at um whole centre forward, right? Who's standing in front of the goalkeeper? Uh, he just genuinely just passes it to him. <laughs> she goes, "There you are, mate." And he was at fault for the goal before as well. Oh man, which is a shame because he played quite well. Yeah, all fed but, late goals as well, weren't they? Sixty. Yeah, they're all quite bunched together. Yeah, 68, 72, 77. I didn't watch this game because I watched I watched the rugby, but I did see people on Twitter saying that the first half of that game was dire as well. Mm. Well, 
England's Curtis Davis kept a clean sheet. Got himself a goal. Not bad. Hull uh, playing at Wembley. God, I've got no energy for FA Cup. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and uh, Man City lost to Wigan in the other quarterfinal. Uh, Yuri Gomez with a penalty and is that James Perch? James Perch, yeah. Wow. Uh, goals for Wigan before Sammy and Asri pulled one back, but it wasn't enough for the uh, losing finalists from last year. That goal shouldn't have counted anyway. Which one? No. The Nasri one? Yeah. Is, is it Lescott's offside? Yeah, Lescott's offside in front of the goalkeeper, swings a boot at it. <laughs> Imagine the, che- the, the Czech Teote goal against Man City that was disallowed. Mm. That's what you've got. <laughs> But but worse because Les, Lescott's got a, his foot his foot up about round his shoulder <laughs> trying to kick the ball. <laughs> yeah, slightly uh, in well, interfering with play possibly. Uh, but yeah, that's um, Wigan on the brink of the two FA Cup finals in two years. Surely they couldn't win two in two, could they? I don't know. Have you not heard about um, about, <laughs> about Dave Whelan's leg? <laughs> oh Christ. Oh, fuck. we're going back to Wembley of Wigan, aren't we? <laughs> Colin, do you want to... I'm going to try and edit this tonight before the papers were released, so do you want to tell us what the back page is going to say on the sun? Well, Wigan's manager and is, is Juve Rosa, yes. who obviously was ex-Manchester City legend. Um, but I thought the headline was going to be You Beauty, <laughs> as in U-W-E Beauty. <laughs> I, I, I can see that. I can see that all over the sun. I don't think it works if you have to explain it. <laughs> Tom, you does, it not, up, you? does it not work for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't know who you, you and Rosler is. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tom had one as well. Was it Deja, Deja Vu? Deja, it doesn't really work, does it? Let's not, let's not go there. <laughs> that, that, it's never stopped that, us before, Tom. I like Tom's uh, self-editing. It was, it was like, an, it was like I saw Colin put a pun and it was the first thing that came to my mind. I instantly regretted it. So <laughs> you, were, you were sat with the fans at the time, though. We'll let, we'll let you off. Oh, God. <laughs> you just about That's 18 minutes of my life. I never get back. <laughs> what an awful sport. How do you like rugby, don't you? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Let's move on from that. Um... <laughs> Although we're going to the championship now. Um, go on, Colin. I can't, I can't even bring myself to say it. Well, well, no. I mean, first of all, let's look at the championship as a whole. It was a, it was a crazy weekend. It was. Millwall beat Derby. All, all the teams that should have won, lost. And all the teams that <laughs> Apart from never this. win, won. <laughs> so, you know, you've got, um, for example, Barnsley who are in a whole world of trouble beating Nottingham Forest. Yeah. That that is a massive result for Danny Wilson's team. It is. Um takes them off the and, Yeah. And and then Derby County, you know, Steve McLaren's Derby County, who everybody is raving about, at home, get beaten by Steve Morrison of Millwall. <laughs> um in a one nil win for Millwall. Again, great result for them. Um uh Add on to that as well, Yeovil, who are also fighting for the life. They beat Sheffield Wednesday. It it was just a, a crazy, crazy week of fixtures and results in, in the championship. 
Yeah, keep... apart from that, there was no standout <laughs> results. No. No. <laughs> George. What about promotion contenders, Bolton? <laughs> Greg's tip for promotion. Hey, but... okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> but hey, Bolton are not as bad as they appear to seem. Okay, I, I mean, Dougie Friedman, I think, is a good guy, and he's he's going to get them turned around, and they're in a little bit of form now. Um, certainly in good form after after this weekend's result. Um, we are as bad as we seem. Well, what can we say? Uh, Leeds won. Bolton Wanderers 5. Um, and the the one goal for Leeds United, by the way, it was a consolation goal. It was the last goal to be scored. So yeah. it was 5-0 it was at one point. That night had given up. He let Matt Smith have a goal. They're, they're, even they were feeling bad about it. Um <laughs> Yeah, not not good for Leeds United, really. Is McDonough um, going to be the first manager to be sacked twice in six weeks? I don't think so. I fucking I, hope I, so. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. His tactics, he's got no tactical nous at all. The players he's brought in are useless. Spent a million pounds on Luke Murphy, he's terrible. Spent half a million on Scott Wooten, he's terrible. Jimmy Kebe is fucking dreadful. Cameron Stewart doesn't know how to cross the ball for a winger. That's a bit of a problem. He plays Lee Peltier every week instead of Sam Byram. Alex Moritz on the bench when Austin's clearly unfit. <sighs> He's basically given the captain seat to McCormack and said, there you go, try and save our season. That's my views on it anyway. Yeah, I can't disagree with anything you've said, Ross. Jack, um, Jack Bolland had the worst Leeds debut at Ellen Road since Paul Rehubka as well. To, to be honest, I mean, it, it's just as well it was Jack Butland in goal and, and not Paddy Kenny because... Even though Jack Butland was not at fault for any of those goals, if it had been Paddy Kenny, people would have been saying, drop him immediately, never play him again. He would have just laughed but, it off. Twat. Well, the thing is, I mean, because it's Jack Butland, it's okay. If it was Paddy Kenny, it would not be okay. Mm. So that, that puts everything into perspective. I think everyone's got to calm down a bit. I think the thing is, there is only one bit of stability at Leeds United, and that is Brian McDermott. No one, everybody knows it. there's crazy stuff going off, you know, off the scenes to uh, Leeds United. Um, the potential new owner, Massimo Cellino, he has a court case for tax evasion on March the 18th. Um, and the Football League are waiting for the result on that before whether he passes the um, fit proper persons test or the owners and directors test now. Mm. Um but if that happens, then Leeds are in a whole world of trouble. Um, so the only stability for me right now is Brian McDermott. There's no point getting rid of him now. You wait till the end of the season, see what happens. Uh, mm. The season, you could probably argue, is over in terms of Leeds' chances of playoffs. Um, but I think you just got to look at the team and just say, look, they're not bad players. They're having these terrible results from time to time. Let's just try and work through it. But we'll see. Mm. They've got another game on Tuesday against Reading. Yeah, that's going to go well, isn't it? No other team that, gets just thrashed every couple of weeks, though, like we do. That is true. How has this, this happened? Well, this happened it, we, This happened this week because Jason Pierce wasn't there. should say congratulations to him. He's a dad for the first time. Well, what, what came out of it is that Brian McDermott said that a lot of players, and it was classed as eight players of the eleven didn't show pride or bravery in the shirt. Mm. And, yeah, we know what Ellen Road's like. It's a bit of a cauldron and you do get stick. Um, 
And it's not nice to see Jimmy Kebe being applauded coming off as a substitute. And he wasn't applauded for doing well. He was being <laughs> applauded for like, just get this guy off. Yeah. Um, it, it That's not nice to see. But um, I don't know. I just think we've just got to stick with what we've got. Keep going. It is the championship. Anything can happen. Let's let's just play it out. Hashtag low mass in. That's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> get rid of McDermott. Get Malcolm McCoy in. That would, be oh, that would be my solution. No. <laughs> He's used to working for nutcases. Oh, God. Colin suggesting buy a raffle ticket <laughs> might be all right. The, the, the thing is, right, Leeds don't need to make any knee-jerk reactions. I'm suggesting okay? blow it all up and start again. I've, I've heard the Malcolm McKay rumours. Yeah, bollocks. That's what I say to it. Because basically, we did the same thing. Oh, oh well, look, look at Warnock. He got QPR promoted. Um, yeah, let's get him on board. He knows what he's doing. He can get a team out. Same as Malcolm Mackay did. Yeah, guess what? Failure. So, and I'm sure Malcolm Mackay did well, that's, exactly the same. The same with that is true as well. That is very true. Yeah, Mackay's not a dinosaur though, like Warnock. Anyway, let's move on. Greg sounds like he's about to kill himself. Um, you went to Fratton Park, Greg, yesterday. Yeah, I've been to two games this week. Odd shoots on as well. Seen, I haven't seen a goal yet. Can I hear first hear about how you managed to wear odd shoes, please? Yeah, I just yeah. What were those shoes about? I just I, I got downtown. I obviously just looked down, <laughs> and, I got, and I realised that they would do two different pairs of Vans. Did you not realise when you were putting them on? No, because I was in a bit of a rush, <laughs> and I just looked down, and they were they were different. So I had to get I had to go and buy a new pair of shoes and make my girlfriend take the odd one home so I could go to football. <laughs> All right, so in the space of one week on this podcast, you've had a man wearing odd shoes and a man using a paintbrush to brush water on bread. Why didn't you just suck it up and carry on with the shoes? <laughs> well, Start I out. considered it, but... You did, know, this, did this cost you another pair of shoes for Laura as well? <laughs> no, just a That's pair of shoes for you... me. So it mm. still cost me a pair of shoes, but... So nice I get shoes. To keep them. Sorry? Were they nice shoes? They cost £7. <laughs> they... They did the job. <laughs> this reminds me of a story of when I was at um, when I was at university. My housemates decided to hide all of my right shoes, <laughs> but um, in one, with one of the pairs, they accidentally hit a left one instead. So I I did have two shoes, <laughs> but they were very much like Greg's. They were they were both a pair of white um, Velcro trainers, but they didn't they weren't the same. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had to go out wearing them. It happened. Nice. Anyway. This is the thing, though, Greg. That, that my question is: Did you go out with like two pairs of left shoes or two, <laughs> two <laughs> right shoes? Or I think that's what threw me off because they were for the right feet. <laughs> oh right. And so they're obviously they they you know, they fit nicely. And I was in a bit of a rush, so I thought, right, I've got shoes on. I've got like shoes a normal on, person. Yeah. <laughs> got shoes on like a normal person would. <laughs> And then I got. And they fit, to... they fit nicely. I'm assuming yeah. they were your shoes, so they should always fit nicely. Yeah, they were. And I just got to Gosport High Street, looked down, and then, and then one was, one was black, and the other one was blue. One and... work shoe, one train. Yeah. That'll do. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. You, you're not, right. That's that's not going to make you stand out in Gosport High Street, is it? No, you fit right in. No, yeah. at least I had clothes, normal clothes on, <laughs> not pyjamas. It would be worse if it was like one like black shoe and one flip-flop or something like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, Greg, you and Tom took a trip to the north of England, didn't you, on Monday? 
a surprisingly yeah. nice part of the north. I told you this, Chesterfield is a nice town. I know, I, I think that's the first place up north that's <laughs> not been like going into hell. Haven't you been to Hull? Yes, I've been to Hull. Yeah. That, we don't speak of that. <laughs> City of culture or whatever the bollocks that is. That was the game anyway, Pompey Chesterfield. It was, it was all right. Yeah. It was a good nil-nil. Both sides got it down on the deck and passed it around. Yeah, you can so see why they're a good spectacle. You can see why they're top. They did play some really nice football, and that Gary Roberts is one of the best players in the league. We did really well to keep him quiet for most of the game. Mm. I um, you had a, you had a bit of disagreement with the some of the player ratings, though, especially for Jed Wallace. Jed Wallace has not been the player he was for a good couple of months. I've had a lot of and Pompey it, fans are really just unhappy with his like his attitude. Is it his attitude and his work rate? I don't think he works hard enough. Mm. I think he was the only one who you could say didn't put in a proper shift on Monday night. Like yesterday, he was a bit better, yeah. but he, he still can't cross a ball to save his life. <laughs> it's an issue for a wide midfielder. I did almost get his shirt from the warm-up, though, yeah. in the Chesterfield game, but then a disabled person came up. so I had It, to was, like... it was exactly out of the in-betweeners. Yeah. When they got to Port Park. He had it in his hand, about to hand it to me, and then this disabled person came up next to me. I was like, oh. <laughs> Just showed a, an amazing turn of pace out of nowhere. You Forget turned into it. James all of a sudden. <laughs> 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 and then uh, you went to Fran Park yesterday then for the, uh, the nil-nil, nil-nil draw with Cheltenham. Another nil-nil, yeah. Three hours of football this week, not a goal. <laughs> but I'm going to Fleetwood next week, so that's a long way to go to not see a goal. It's a long way but to go. I'm hopeful. How will Fleetwood get going this season? It seems like we haven't conceded hardly any goals this season, but look at the league table and we have. Yeah, because I've been 11. to six Pompey games this season and seen us concede one goal and that was a last-minute equaliser. <laughs> <laughs> a strange set of circumstances in. So I think we've kept eight clean sheets in our last 14 games. It's just taken a while so to get... It's, we're just nil-nilling our way to safety. <laughs> More importantly though, Greg, Tom, didn't you get yourselves on Sky Sports? We were, yeah. <laughs> Tom, looking disgruntled. I was yeah, looking Tom looked disgruntled. disgruntled. <laughs> I'm not sure what... Uh, it must have been really early on in the game. Yeah, like that we were at a League Two game of football on a Monday night when we published it. <laughs> on the plus side, no one was watching. So. <laughs> Someone was watching to notice it, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> Your mum. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, Lee Molyneux, then? The Accrington left back. Oh, scoring yeah. a hat trick yesterday. Ruining so many accumulators. Pretty, pretty much bottom of the table, Accrington, then against top of the table, Chesterfield. A 3 1 win. Three goals for a left back. Having seen these, well. yeah. having seen both these sides in the last week and a half, <laughs> Accrington were a shambles. They were terrible. We beat them, and then Chesterfield knocked it around nicely. Good footballing side, good players, and then ten man. This is how bonkers League Two is. And ten man Accrington are three nil up at half time, down to ten men, and their left back scored a hat trick. <laughs> it just makes no sense. Yeah, if that happened on FM, you'd report a bug. There'd be something it's, wrong. I think. It's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. <laughs> they need to look at it. Well, it's a bad, bad result for Oxford. They lost to uh, Burton 2-1. And... Still managerless Oxford as well. Yeah, Mickey Lewis is in the charge, the assistant. Um, I hand... I've got... Their home form is so bad that I've got a feeling they're going to bottle it. Yeah, they're There's currently sick. There's a couple of teams at the top bottling it. Fleetwood are. 
Yep. Southend Fleet would have got one of the best squads in the league. They should be in the automatic places. Scunthorpe only managed a one-all draw with Northampton as well. His team's in form, though. Scunthorpe haven't lost for about three months. No. And Rochdale have won quite a few recently. So I think the top three now will be the top three at the end of the season. Just, yeah, some some variation. Scunthorpe and Rochdale. Mm. I think the bottom two are pretty much almost cut adrift now, aren't they, Torquay? I I reckon Northampton are going to get out of it. Six points adrift currently. They're, they're putting together a decent little run. Mm. And, and there's quite a few bad teams down there. Accrington don't deserve to be in that league. <laughs> they're that bad. You're 40 points somehow. And James Beattie's the manager. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. It was a great weekend for the bookies, though. They must have made an absolute fortune. None of the favourites won. No, they didn't. <laughs> Barcelona lost. Yeah. <laughs> City lost. Derby lost. <laughs> Yeah, they must be rubbing their hands together now. All the bankers. So then, uh, no one won last week, unfortunately. So our current standings are, Adam, you've broken the minus 200 barrier now. Minus 203. Uh, Tom, just above him, on minus 180. Then comes James, minus 97. Colin, minus 49. Me, minus 48. And Greg, minus 21 in the lead. Um, Adam, we'll start with you. What we got this week? You forgot to mention the asterisks again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a given. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> right, um, I have gone for Atletico Madrid to beat AC Milan in the Champions League and also Paris Saint-Germain to beat Bayer Leverkusen. And then at the weekend, I've gone for Everton to beat Cardiff, Southampton to beat Norwich and Leicester to beat Barnsley. And those five games all return £67. Excellent, thank you very much. Uh, Tom, what have you got? Um, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went for... My heart's not in it anymore. <laughs> it's literally the first, it's the first thing I see now. I just load up a betting website, click on a click on a game, and just pick something at random. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's quite good odds though. It's uh, Yaya Torre to score at any time for City against Barcelona. It's five to one, which returns sixty pounds. That's a vital game as well because of course if City win, then Robbie Savage is no more on the British TV or radio. So I'm definitely hoping for a City win. Anyway, um, Jane, what, what happened there? Sorry, Robbie Savage has said if City beat Barcelona, he will um, well basically retire from. Didn't he? No, didn't he say if they qualify? Oh, did he? Yeah, don't get my hopes up, Ross. Oh, even I, I, am I the only one who likes Robbie Savage? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> did you see that, Adam? You saw it, didn't you? Robbie <laughs> earlier. Yes. Just went to Robbie Savage. There was an empty seat on either side of him. <laughs> and behind him, the seat directly behind him. It was just, it was just him the way well. that. It was just where he must have seen himself on the big screen because he went to cover his face just as the camera went <laughs> off him. He sort of had a scarf halfway across his face already and you could just yeah. see him sort of inching it up higher and higher. <laughs> what I liked as well is that um, Brian Moore insinuated that he wouldn't, that he needed to understand that if someone was diving in this game, that it was to try and score a try. He's Welsh. He's supposed to... like <laughs> That's pretty much the biggest insult you can say to him, that he doesn't understand rugby. Yeah. He would have definitely played more of that at school than football. <coughs> All right, then. Um, James isn't here. I've got a bet for him. Um, I'm going to go for a Millwall win against Blackpool. £10 returns £30, James. Just a little small bet. Uh, it would be a nice to you as you were... Uh, 10-man Blackpool. Yeah. <laughs> get sent off. Yeah. There's an asterisk next to them as well. Uh, Colin, you're up next. Minus £49. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, a terrible run, terrible run. Came into this um, podcast full of uh, wins every week. 
Well, I'm the reigning champion, aren't I? <laughs> um, so I've, uh, I've got something to prove. I mean, just a quick shout out for me. I mean, last week I, I predicted Rangers um, <laughs> to beat Albion Rovers in the Scottish Cup. Oh, you uh, said that was pretty much a guarantee. It, it was 14 to 1 on. Um, <laughs> so if you put a pound on, you'd win seven pence profit. Um, it didn't come through. Um it was a, a one-all draw, and uh, you could argue maybe Rangers were were, were looking to get the equalising goal, but yeah, they, uh, they absolutely battered them. But then they did. The equalising goal was a, a ball into the box, and a big centre back who had been thrown up front uh, won the header. But as he he completely jumped into the goalkeeper and landed on the goalkeeper in the goal, and was given the goal somehow. Yeah, I mean the the, the replay will be interesting um, because that's going to be at Albion Rovers. And uh, there was twenty, just under twenty four thousand at this game. Mm. Uh, Albion Rovers have a capacity of uh, one thousand two hundred, um, and of that, uh, under five hundred of those are seats. So um, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens when they say to Rangers, "Well, yeah, you can have three hundred tickets or something like that." <laughs> it could be quite entertaining. Yeah. That said. Um, I've gone for something quite straightforward. I'm going to try and go for the win rather than the money this week. Okay. So I've gone for the three teams. Uh, I've gone for Sheffield United, Nigel Clough's Super Sheffield United to be Carlisle. I've gone for Rangers to be Adrianians. Going back. And I've gone for Celtic to be Kilmarnock. Ten pounds returns a modest twenty-three pounds and thirty-three pence. Not bad return. Um, I am just one pound above you in the standings, and I've gone for two draws this week. I'm looking to get a big return to get to the top of the table. Um, I've gone for a um, Sunderland and Crystal Palace draw, and also a Stoke and West Ham draw in this weekend's Premier League games. Um, £10 there returns £105. And Greg, our leader, what do you have? I've gone for a midweek Football League away day treble. I've gone for... Uh, Preston to win away at Stevenage, Leicester to win away at Barnsley, and Rochdale to win at Torquay, and £10 returns, £78.50. Excellent, thank you very much. I've come up with how we could do a bit of a quiz, okay. sort of. Yeah, Because we're, we're a bit short on time, aren't we? Anything will do. <laughs> how it works is, I, I, when the question will come up, I'll read the question up, and normally you'd get multiple choice answers, but it's going to be too slow if I read them out. Yeah. So you'll just have to try and guess the answer. Okay. And I suppose if you don't know, you can ask for the multiple choice, but then you're slowing yourself down because it's done times. Right. So the quicker you shout the answer back, and then it's only like eight questions each or something like that, and whoever wins is the one who gets the highest score. So who wants to go first? Nominate Ross. <laughs> yeah, I'll go first. Go on then. All right, ready, Ross? Let's go. Let's do it. Just waiting for it to load. Hold on. Uh, what was the category? Sorry, World Cup. World Cup, yeah. Okay. Bo Johnson was the coach of which national side in the 1998 World Cup? Bo Johnson. Johansson, sorry. Oh, Johansson. Uh... You've run out of time. <laughs> yeah, pass. No idea. Ronaldo won the golden boot in the 2002 World Cup. How many goals did he score? Ronaldo, seven. No, nope, the correct answer was eight. <sighs> it's going well. Which nation were the runners-up in the 1982 and 1986 World Cups? Oh, fucking hell. Um, Argentina. No. 
Never not an option. It. Oh, Holland then. You've run out of time. It was West Germany. Oh. You're not doing too well here. I love the World Cup. <laughs> How old was Norman Whiteside when he became the youngest ever player to play in the World Cup? 17. 15 points. Get in. Which African nation were batted 9-0 by Yugoslavia in the 1974 finals? Zaire? Now up to 28 points. Okay. The 2006 World Cup with the motto, A Time to Make Friends, was held in which country? 2006, that was um, South Africa, no. It was, the correct answer was Germany. Oh, for fuck's sake. Goletto the Lion was the official World Cup mascot in which year? Goletto the Lion. Uh, 2006. Yeah, that was the correct answer. Really? You got 50 points. Okay, I'm happy with that. That'll do for me. Pulled out the bag with a bonus question at the end. Yeah. <laughs> double, point, double pointer. <laughs> right, who's next? I'll say Greg. All right. Well, point Harvey, you did just des- you are destroying my ranking here, Ross. <laughs> Sorry about that. Colin will bring it all back up for you, don't worry. Right, round one. Where was the 1954 World Cup final staged? Uh, Uruguay. Not an option. Paraguay. Not an option. <laughs> Brazil. Not an option. <sighs> I don't, don't care. Okay. England. Switzerland was it? Was oh, the correct answer? Brilliant. What countries? National soccer squad is the Atlas Lions named for the local mountains. Uh, Morocco. 12 points. Which player was sent off in the 1998 World Cup final? Uh, I don't know. I was too young. (laughs) Not an excuse. (laughs) France versus Brazil. Um, Cleverson. The correct answer was (laughs) Desai. By what scoreline did Brazil beat Germany in the 2002 final? Oh, it was a hammer, wasn't it? Was it 4 0? 2 0, wasn't it? 1 0. The correct answer was 2 0. Uh, Why can't I get these questions? <laughs> Which English keeper famously replaced Gordon Banks for the 1970 World Cup quarter final? Was it Benetti? It was 27 points. Oh, good answer. Round six. Who was the top scorer at the. 1998 World Cup in France. Ronaldo? No, Davos Suker. Uh, I, I went with your first answer. <laughs> oh, no. It's a harsh taskmaster. The correct answer was Suker. <laughs> Great. Last oh. round. Hairsto Stiskowski represented which nation at the World Cup? Bulgaria. Oh, 55 points. He's pulled it out of the bag oh. in the last round as well. It sounded Eastern European. It was a good guess. <laughs> I didn't understand what you said. <laughs> I think that was the best anyone was going to get from me, though. Yeah, something in Bulgarian. All I heard was ski. <laughs> and that's all you needed. Yeah, well, it could have been Russia. You never know. <laughs> right, Greg, I think you should nominate someone. Colin. Here we go. This should be a good <laughs> Francis Jeffers. Come on, Colin, you'd have, got, you'd have got that Peter Shilton question. <laughs> I wouldn't, actually. <laughs> right, you've got 50, 55 to beat. Right, round one. Mm-hmm. Which team are known as the Azuris? Italy. 
Correct. 17 points. That is easy. Scotland first qualified for a World Cup finals tournament in which year? 78. Not an option. 72. Not an option. (laughs) Not a World Cup. 82. Not an option. The correct answer. (laughs) It was 1954. Who did Australia beat 31-0 in the qualifying match in 2001? A record victory. New Zealand. No. Jordan. No, it wasn't. (laughs) The correct answer was American American. Samoa. Jesus. Hemet Shulon was the coach of which nation at the 1974 World Cup? Turkey. No. uh, No. Uh, Yugoslavia. The correct answer was, the correct answer was Germany. Oh, really? What was the name of the dog that found the stolen <laughs> World Cup trophy in 1966? Oh, I do know this. Come on, remember. Colin. Bloody hell! I can't remember. Pickles. Can't remember. Pickles, Dickles, Pickles. Oh, you've run out of time. The correct answer was Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast title as well. Who did Vitero Pozzi manage in the in victory in the World Cup? Pozzi. Italy. Italy was the correct answer, but you ran out of time. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> in which year did the famous match dubbed the Maracanozo take place? 82. No. 1950 was the correct answer. Right. Tremendous. <laughs> Colin, you scored 17 points. Oh, Colin. It, was a, it was a solid start. Started so well. <laughs> right, Tom, you've got 55 to beat. I'll, I'll, not, I'll, I'll be happy with 18. <laughs> <laughs> Jozinho became the first man to score in every round of the World Cup in which year? 1954. Not an option. 58. Not an option. 62. 1970 was the answer. Uh, I would have got there eventually. <laughs> Roger Miller excited fans whilst... Cameroon. Country. <laughs> 18 points. No, 18. Yes, sir. come on. <laughs> Where was the 1962 World Cup hosted? Sweden. Not Mexico. Brazil. No, Mexico Italy. was there, but the correct answer was Chile. Well, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Who did Italy beat 3-1 in the final of the 1982 World Cup? West Germany. 34 points. Ooh. Round five. Who did Germany beat in the 1954 World Cup final? Um, Brazil. Not an option. Italy. Not an option. Uh, Holland. The correct answer was Hungary. <sighs> Round six. Rudy Voller was a striker that played for which... 53 points. Last round. You're not pressing the button fast enough. (laughs) Posts the record for the fastest ever goal in World Cup Finals history. Papa Booba Diop. Not an option. Oh, I don't know. He's English. Gary Lineker. The correct answer was Hakasuka. Oh, I used to be English. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Tom, you lost with 53 points. Uh, I didn't lose. Nothing <laughs> Unlucky, Colin. I don't think you were pressing the buttons fast. <laughs> I was pressing the buttons the same speed for everyone. Prove it. 
Okay, so we're the end of the uh, impromptu quiz from Adam and F for two weeks in a row. That brings an end to this week's podcast. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for listening, for downloading. Um, our numbers are good. We're back up on the, the main sports page of iTunes. So um, if you do get us from iTunes, head over there and write us a review, please, or give us a five-star uh, rating. If you want to write a review, you can write whatever you want as long as you get five stars. Um, but don't swear, though, because it won't get counted otherwise. Um, just steal, steal other people's phones and do it as well exactly anyone you know with a, an iPhone anyone on account with an, um, an iTunes account just get their phone log in give us a review thanks very much um, we did get one new review Colin this week didn't we so someone's getting a a, a Man of the Post fridge magnet yes we did and uh, a big shout out and thank you to Pete Spencer who is IrishPete67 on Twitter so thank you for your kind comments and uh, I will be in touch with you shortly on Twitter, and I will be making sure that a exclusive Man on the Post fridge magnet is on its way to you. Make sure he gets a lovely handwritten note, Colin, because he was especially nice about me. So, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Did you steal someone's phone, Adam, <laughs> <laughs> and make it a Twitter account. <laughs> well, he's a Liverpool fan as well. I've told you, I've been to work. I've not got any time on my hands. I've got a lot of time. Because <laughs> you can spend the rest of your time there giving us reviews and other people's work. <laughs> James isn't here and uh, he's actually going to be leaving us very soon. He's going to try a... Well, I don't even know what he's doing. He's just going to Australia, isn't he? For, for some reason. This is... I, I think there's a lack of foresight here because he, he's ginger. Yep. And it's hot in Australia. He didn't realise there was a time difference, so he didn't realise that's a podcast at half seven in the morning. And and they don't have any ozone either, so <laughs> he's really in trouble. Big time. So yeah, um, if you know James, just buy him sun cream. As much my, sun cream as possible. <laughs> my ginger friend went to New Zealand last week and I've not heard from him since and I'm worried. <laughs> I, I didn't even think we still sent convicts over there, but <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, on that bombshell, uh, it's goodbye from me, it's goodbye from Adam. Sorry, I was eating porn crackers. <laughs> what we were done. That'll do. It's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. Goodbye from Tom. Goodbye. Goodbye from Greg. See you later. And uh, goodbye from me, and always remember to keep your man on the post. Well, we can ask why. Why? Colin sent us a picture of Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervais earlier. <laughs> it was it was sort of a response to Leeds one Bolton five, <laughs> them, them giggling. <laughs> Don't make fun of the eyes, though, Colin. <laughs> huh? Stigmatism. As a stigmatism he's had since the age of five. <laughs> That's why they're quite bulbous, dog-like brain. <laughs> come on, Tom. He didn't come in here and call you Mong Boy, did he? <laughs> <laughs> How brilliant would it be if just the just the beginning of Pardew's end, Pardew's the beginning of his post-match interview was just him go? How would you describe Stitcher? <laughs> Bad editing. <laughs> Most of it's just a good guy doing his job. <laughs> now come on, let's go. I could do this all day, so let's go. Yeah. Um, I think we're done, aren't we? Twenty to nine. Is that right? Have we missed anything? You can't say 20 to 9, Ross, because they won't be listening to this at 20 to 9. I'm going to cut this bit out, don't I? <laughs> no, I'll leave it in. <laughs> I'll leave all this in. It'll be fine.
Um, yeah. I have a Windows phone, so almost certainly I will not have an app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna no, you this. definitely don't, because my girlfriend has a Windows phone, and when I play her, she has to do it on her iPad. <laughs> <laughs> That'll cut out, but me eating a prawn cracker... That's staying in. <laughs> Everyone's got... It's not hard to have their own... God's got his own network on TV. <laughs> so the Welsh. They've got more than one channel. They've got at least two channels that I know of dedicated to them on the TV. <coughs> what, the Welsh or God? What, the Welsh? <laughs> Still lagging behind the sex channels, though. <laughs> <laughs> got to up their game a bit. Maybe, so maybe there's a specific Welsh one of those. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. That's what I'm doing this evening. I'm searching for that. Good luck, good luck trying <laughs> to explain that to your wife. Yeah, I was just... <laughs> Just had a, it was, yeah, I've had a bet with Adam. <laughs> of course you have. Yeah.